Hello, humans. I hope wherever you are that you're in good spirits, that you're staying well connected with your friends and family, and that your snack cupboard is bountifully stocked. Welcome to My Game Fiction Addiction, the podcast where we obsess over the best stories in video games. I'm your host, Amy Mallett, a writer, dedicated gamer, and as my flatmate often refers to me, a professional teenage boy. Every episode, me and my guests are going to dive headfirst into one of gaming's greatest plotlines, talking about the moments we loved, the characters we hated, and the really shit decisions we made that ended up killing absolutely everyone involved. If you've never touched a video game before, that's cool. If you like storytelling, if you like narrative, you're probably going to be right at home here. If you are an avid gamer who plays more than just shooting the bad men, this is definitely going to be great for you. Today's episode is all about A Way Out, a third-person prison break co-op adventure developed by Hazelight Studios and written by the incomparable Joseph Fares, a Swiss-Lebanese film director turned game designer who co-founded Hazelight Studios and created the critically acclaimed game Brothers, which is about, shocker, two brothers who go on a quest to save their father. Joseph has become a very heroic and also memeable figure for the games industry following his Kanye-esque rant at the Game Awards 2017, where he said the infamous phrase, Fuck the Oscars, you know? <laughs> Fuck the Oscars! A Way Out is Joseph's most recent game, released on the 23rd of March 2018, on PS4, Xbox and PC. It's a pretty unique game because it can only be played co-op. It literally forces you to team up with a mate or a partner and take control of two lovable convicts who are trying to escape the slammer and go on the run back to their families while evading the law. I'd recommend it for any close-knit pairing, you know? You don't need a shed load of gaming experience to give this story a go. My friends uh, Yaz and Jav, I got your text recently about Overcooked and how you finished it, so this could be your next co-op adventure together. My guest this week is the lovely Leo Bailey, video producer and head of visual content at Absolute Radio. Leo is also my partner in all things, so I figured what better way to test our nearly four-year relationship by attempting to break out of jail together. So grab a cuppa, get ready to reminisce if you've played this one before, or if you're halfway through or you're still thinking about giving it a go and you don't want to know all the spoilers, heads up for the spoiler alarm, it will probably be in about three minutes time, me and Leo will talk a little bit about our experience with the game first. As soon as that spoiler alarm goes off, you know to get the F out of H because we're going to be spilling the tea. Okay, let's do it. So I thought that A Way Out would be the perfect game for us as a prison break adventure because we've actually been to Alcatraz. We got out of there all right, didn't we? On the uh, leaves every 40 minute boat tours to and from the (laughs) island. I don't know if uh, escape was quite the world. You mean that whole thing that we were there for? The whole time we were there, we weren't escaping? Despite what I told you. Oh, God, no wonder it was piss easy. I just followed signs for the gift shop. I was fine. We were out of there in no time. We play games very differently anyway, me and you. So Mm -hmm. this was always going to be a test of our relationship. You are very objective driven. You see a goal and you're committed to it. And you like the linear journey of going from A to B. Whereas I, much like a Labrador, and this is true of me in real life as well, I will just run around and make friends with humans, talk to the NPCs, find shiny things. Yeah, shiny things, definitely. Anything shiny, you're gone. I've lost you. (laughs) Anything that could be an achievement or a trophy, gone. This is a game that is absolutely optimised for a co-op experience. There are several mechanics in this, and we'll get to this when we talk about the wrench relay, that actively 
utilize the fact that one of you has to watch the other one's back Mm -hmm. because the other one is vulnerable so whether it's breaking out of your cell and your teammate has to keep an eye out for guards little things like that are built into the gameplay really really well even though it's very cinematic and it makes a lot of nods to famous movies and kind of plot lines from movies first and foremost it's a game. You can tell somebody who loves films but also really understands game mechanics yep. has made this experience. So I took on the role of Vincent with his lovely Tom Selleck moustache. And I was, unsurprisingly, Leo. <laughs> Partly because I didn't want to get confused over the headset when I was shouting you or the character. I want to know who I'm shouting at. <laughs> Which I Leo? T- uh, in, in my mind, apart from the name, I was just drawn to his nose. <laughs> It's, it's, his beak. His whoa. Ooh. Your words, not mine. <laughs> it's it's quite a snodge. He's got a snodge. Is that even a word? Yeah, well, it is now. That one. Trademark it. Snodge. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, got a snodge on him. I guess now we kind of have to veer into spoiler territory. So, do you want to press the spoiler alarm? Go on then. Go on then. You twisted my arm. Yeah, boy. Sus, 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 spoiler alert. If you don't want plot details, get out of here, cause we dish in the dirt. We are about a blurt, so if you ain't played it yet, spare your poor ears and no one gets hurt. We know you'd be pissed if you're in the midst of a really great game and we told you the twist, or told you who died, and how much we cried, but feel kinda of bad for derailing your ride. We've been there before, and it is a shitter when some total n- posts the ending on Twitter. So back away now, and you won't get scorned, cause spoilers are coming and you have been warned. Yeah, fam. Whoa! So there we go. Spoiler alarm out of the way. So first off, we get to pick which convict we're going to play as. I chose Vincent, you chose Leo. Leo, we gather, is from a rough background. He's grown up in fights, in and out of prison. He's in there for GTA, armed robbery, stuff like that. Vincent is a bit of an anomaly because he seems like a very level-headed bloke, Mm -hmm. but he's in there for embezzlement, fraud, and wait for it, Murder. He jumped, didn't he? Yeah. He's like, oh, really? You didn't think about just stealing a car on the no. in the interim? No? Not to 100. I don't know about you, but I spent the first, like, maybe 20 minutes of the game trying to work out how I thought Vincent had committed a murder. How he how it jumped. Yes, and yeah. how it had happened and whether it was like, oh, I was having a fight with my wife and I just happened to push her. And, and now there was she's, a set of stairs. Now she's at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, I, I was thinking about stuff like that. Mm. I was thinking about whether it was a jealous rage and maybe he like killed his spouse's lover or something. They don't know each other. They just so happen to be in cells next door to each other. And they only really get properly acquainted because Leo ends up in a scrap in the prison yard. Because he's a ruffian? Because he's a ruffian. Hey! Let me go! There you are. It's time to play. What the fuck do you want? It's not about what I want. It's about what Harvey wants. That piece of shit better be happy he's on the outside. We hear the name Harvey being banded around. We Mm. gather that Harvey's probably a guy on the outside who's got it in for Leo. Maybe... uh, It feels like orders are coming from outside of the prison. It does, yeah. To basically make make Leo's life as, as difficult as possible. Leo is in trouble and Vincent comes to his aid, which Leo is none too happy about at first. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't need your help. I can handle myself. Yeah? Like you did in the infirmary back there? You trying to be funny? Just trying to make you understand that you could really use my help. Like I said, I can handle myself. 
you realise you've got a lot in common. You both have an enemy in this Harvey guy. So Harvey for Leo is the guy who maybe betrayed him, who he set up some work with. But Vincent claims that Harvey framed Vincent for his brother's murder. And that kind of explains a lot about That his... fills in that gap between yeah. fraud and murder, doesn't it, really, in your mind? Exactly, because you're like, oh, that's what happened. Cool, mm. that makes total sense. But Harvey killed someone very close to me. With or without you, I'm going after him. But I'm pretty damn sure our chances would be a lot better if we weren't together. So they plan to get out of prison. I must admit, I don't know about you, I thought when I was looking into playing A Way Out that the escape scene would be much later in. Yeah. I didn't think it would be in Act 1. I didn't think it would be... I figured there'd be more of the prison side of things in the story rather than it being like the bit at the beginning that essentially intros their friendship. They yeah. escape together. Yeah, because when, when you said about playing it, I think I watched a, a review. And yeah, I, a lot of the footage that I saw from the review was the escape yeah. from the prison. I think my favourite part of the prison escape montage was the part with the wrench relay mm. where you steal the wrench and you have to pass it backwards and forwards through the bars and unscrew the toilet nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Toilet nuts. Toilet nuts. <laughs> and then take the sort of the back of the toilet off. In terms of a co-op mechanic, you have to actively be really vigilant and watching out for each other. So there are guards walking up and down the cell blocks. They've got torches. They're looking into each of the cells. And while one of you is unscrewing the nuts, the, I knew you'd smile at that. I Sorry. knew it. Sorry. The other one has to be keeping a lookout. And that yeah. is a really awesome mechanic that I haven't seen in many other games where one of the players is just completely vulnerable. And I had to trust you blindly. Mm -hmm. Like, I had no way of having my own back in that situation. No. I had to be like, if Leo doesn't say anything, I'm just going to get caught. Yeah, because obviously there's this there's a split screen. So you can see what the other person is seeing. But in, in that instance, when you're so focused on mm. the timing... Tapping square. And, and just... <laughs> Getting the bolts out as quickly as possible. Yeah, you have to rely solely on the other person. And also, it was what was interesting is that with an, a lot of games, they there'll be dialogue within the game that kind of directs you. Mm. But there's none of that. You have to be relaying to the other person over your headset mm. all of the directions. Like, oh, mm. wait a minute. You've got someone coming. Oh, you probably got about 10 seconds. Yep, yep. Screw, screw, you, screw. Well, or unscrew. <laughs> unscrew, unscrew, unscrew. I swear there was one moment where I didn't quite get my toilet bowl back in place quick enough. Oh, and yeah. the guy, literally, he didn't see me. He didn't catch me. But he shone his light on me. And I must have just been like my arms around the back of my toilet <laughs> bowl. Like, what did he think I was doing? Just drinking out the bog. <laughs> That was probably my favourite scene. I also I also really loved the shaft. I've got written down shuffling up the shaft. Oh, yeah. Make of that what you will. <laughs> I mean, that's a good description. That is, yeah, a good, that's, is a good that's an accurate description. Both convicts have to link arms and essentially scurry up this ventilation shaft by pushing against each other's backs. And you have to step at the right time to climb up. It's basically the scene from Empress New Groove. So you that was that was a moment where my heart was really in my throat. That bit seems to last forever. Doesn't I don't know. It? I don't know how long it lasts, but it it feels like it's half an hour trying to get up. So you finally make it out of prison, and that leads us nicely to Act Two, which is fugitives. Here, come on, there. All right. Shit, the chopper? Yeah. Seems like we really pissed them off. They're using everything they've got. We have to be careful. I'm not going back in. 
So now we're on the run and we are trying to evade the police. There's a lot of real classic stealth gameplay here. If you're a fan of Metal Gear Solid or Dishonored or Splinter Cell, this is great because you've got a lot of like... I was literally about to say bush diving. Wow. You've got a lot of bush diving. I, I didn't even mean it in a sexual way. I just meant you're in and out of a lot of bushes. Using bushes you're not as making cover. This, you're not making this any better. <laughs> Dig up. Dig up. Using bushes for cover, you have to go through this woodland area, don't you, to get yeah. away from the police. Soon after, it's your first proper choice where you get a decision as to how you want to progress in the story. And each decision is kind of curated by a character. So you get a very Leo-centric choice, which is normally the, the all guns blazing route. Whereas mm. Vincent is much more chilled and would prefer to take the stealthy approach. He's got or, the analytic approach. Yes, the non-lethal approach a lot of the time as mm. well. Hey, let's go that way. We should be able to sneak under the bridge. What? No, it's way too high, too risky. I say we take that guy out. Take his car, cross the bridge. What are you, crazy? We got to the bridge, which is where you have to decide whether to either drive through the police cars. Still on the police cars, ram raid your way across the bridge. Or sneak underneath it. So you won in this case, didn't you? Yeah, well, I think we'd done quite a lot of stealth. And I'll be honest, I just wanted to see what the driving mechanics were like. There's a police guy, isn't there? There's a copper who walks over to the car because we're going really slowly. Oh, yeah, he clocks him, doesn't he? And doesn't he, like, shine his torch in the window because he knows it's Barry's car. And he's like, (laughs) you're not Barry. (laughs) Wait a minute. That's not Barry's nose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's just like, whoa. So, yeah, you get get rumbled pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. When we finished the game, I actually went through and looked at a lot of the decisions. And I didn't actually look at what happens if you sneak under the bridge. But I imagine that it kind of ends the same way. Again, it's the illusion of choice. Like, you do Mm -hmm. it either a Leo way or a Vincent way. But I think the same outcome applies. Yeah, you'll make it out. One thing that did really make me laugh about them being fugitives is that Leo is such a whiny child. (laughs) You get this really adorable dynamic between Leo and Vincent where Vincent really fathers him. Damn, I'm hungry. (sighs) Me too. Anyway, let's head on. We should find something on the way. Man, I'd die for a burger. Well, I'll let you know if I find a burger joint. I think as soon as Leo is out of prison and he's in the outside world, I think he's... I think it becomes very apparent very quickly how institutionalised he could be Mm. or he has been. The power dynamic does shift quite um, quickly. Yeah, that's a really good point, yeah. Because the thing is, he's... On his home turf in prison, he kind of knows how to handle gobby guys. He knows how to handle fights and, and sort of brawls in the in the prison yard. But when he's actually having to catch fish and make fire and do all these like survivalist bear grills things, he's bloody useless. Yeah. And there's that scene where he's like, wild animals, bugs, no civilization, no toilet paper. He hates heights, he hates spiders. There's not much. I mean, he doesn't even like rats. Mm. You get rats in prison. We actually get a bit of a breather, don't we, where we manage to escape the coppers for a bit and we find a farm. And this Mm -hmm. is our next big choice. We need to get in there so that we can change clothes. And your choice is... And steal their wheels. And steal their car. And the choice is either tie up the old couple, uh, take them hostage... Or just let the horses out of the barn and they'll chase after them and be on their merry way. Yep. Hey, I say we take them out. Are you crazy? It's an old couple. We can't do that. I don't mean it like that, man. I mean, we tied them up or something. So I think everyone in our group of friends who've, who's played this game did the option with the horses. I don't think anyone was like, yep, tie them up. <laughs> yep, yep. 
They seem quite nice, actually, don't they? They're quite, they're quite wholesome. Yeah. Apart from the guys that, I need to go get old Betsy. Don't you worry, honey. Those two fools come around here. They'll get a taste of old Betsy. Old Betsy. And I'm guessing old Betsy was his gun, not his mistress. You have quite a laissez-faire attitude to characters and games, so I thought maybe you'd be like, yeah, time up for the lols, but you were very morally I mean, good. I think I think after the, the car chase sequence went so drastically wrong so quickly, I was like, yeah, let's just... Let's get a let's get this car in a non-lethal way. Maybe it'll end better. You also don't know as well, do you, as to whether you're being graded sort of morally by the game. Yeah, that's true. That's the thing. A lot of games, obviously, they you feel a bit. It's a bit Big Brotherish. You feel like they're watching you the whole way through and they're assessing what you're doing and how mm. you're behaving, and that could essentially influence the ending. So I think me and you were quite good because we kind of went backwards and forwards between the two to kind of balance it. We did balance so, it out. The first one was like, oh, yeah, Leo can totally steal the car, but then we're absolutely not going to tie up the couple. We're going to go with Vincent this time. Yeah. Oh, hell, the horses are escaping, honey. Oh, dear. Didn't we lock the barn? Of course I did. Come on, let's go. Again, this was where our different playstyles came into play quite a lot. I was running around doing everything in the house. Vincent, wholesome little guy that he is. Let's help them with the dishes. It's the least we can do. Does their dishes? Doing their bloody dishes. Does their dishes for We're there them? to get changed and and go, and you're doing their fucking dishes. Yeah. I mean, I defaced one photo. You did. Defaced yeah. one photo, but I got on with it. Got changed. I think I was already changed in the barn, getting the tires back on the car. And at that point, you were trying to learn how to play piano. I was, yeah. It's a shame you didn't join me because they can play together. If you'd have come in, you could have picked up the banjo and then we could have had a little jamming session. Yeah, this sounds good, man. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to escape from prison. <laughs> There's no time limit, though. It's fine, it's a video game. You were really stressing that the people were gonna come back. Filthy scum! Oh shit, take cover! You're gonna pay for this! Come on, let's go! Yeah. You got it! Come on! Come on! Yeah. Come on! Go, 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 go! So after the farmyard bit, the police come, they chase us, we get to a river, and we managed to escape, and this made me laugh so much, in the slowest boat ever. It's a tiny little rowing boat. It's rickety, it's wooden, and they just clamber into it, push off from the shore, and get like a few metres out into the water. And the police are just like, damn it, they got away. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. They give up so easily, don't they? <laughs> water? No, not no. even happening. There must no. have been a sale on at Dunkin' Donuts, and they were like, well... Better get some coffee and donuts. These guys are gone. <laughs> the river's flowing in one sodding direction. Like, they know where they're going to be in, like, three minutes' time. Yeah. Where the hell does this river take us? I have no idea. But the further away, the better. Who knows? Who knows? Either way, we managed to get away. And that brings us to Act 3, Preparation. So do you know where Harvey is right now? I know one of his guys, Ray. He'll know for sure. So, what are we waiting for? Let's go after him. Our families are at risk as long as Harvey lives. Like, he's got a vendetta with Leo. Mm -hmm. He's obviously tried to have Leo knocked off in prison. Um, and there's also the, the financial aspect of the, the, the diamond that they keep coming back to. Exactly. There was a diamond heist, wasn't there? Mm -hmm. And, and um, the involvement that Leo had where he was set up with mm -hmm. um, selling that diamond. You never told me, Leo, 
What is your story with Harvey? Before I got busted, me and Harvey made a huge score. Bank job? No. You ever heard of a Black Orlov? Are you serious? The diamond? How the hell did you pull that off? A lot of planning and a bit of luck. So what happened? Everything was going our way. We even had a buyer. But that greedy fuck had other plans. So this is kind of a nice act because we get a little bit of background on both their family lives and what essentially is at stake for both of them. We go and see Leo's family. We speak to his wife, Linda. What a babe. Mm -hmm. You learn that her and Leo actually met in an orphanage when they were kids. Mm -hmm. So they've both had quite a rough upbringing. They've had quite a hard life. And they've got quite a surprisingly tight bond. Obviously, his relationship with his son, Alex, mm. seems quite fraught. Hey, Alex, look who's here. Alex! Hey, buddy. Vincent is so far painted as the good guy, yet his relationship with his wife is kind of deteriorating because yeah. we only really see Vincent's wife whenever he tries to phone her and he phones her once in prison. I think he phones her again on the run and she's always just shutting him down. Yeah? Carol, why aren't you here? Because I'm at home expecting our baby. Please, we've talked about this. No, you've talked about this. I didn't have a say at all. You're in prison. I'm gonna be out soon. Listen to yourself, Vincent. This isn't who you are. Is this how you want your future child to remember you? I think she feels like she can't rely on him, whereas Leo and Linda are much closer, like a unit. I think she is very supportive of him. You feel like it should be the, the other way around, Exactly, really. yeah. He should be the guy whose wife is like not taking him back because mm. he's done all this stuff. And I think she might be even complicit in some of the crimes that he's worked through. I, I felt, I get the impression that Linda has been a bit of, you know, the, the Bonnie and Clyde situation going on there. So there's a few other things we have to do before we go after Harvey. We have to go and stick up a store to get some money. You were cracking the safe while I was holding down the customers and the store clerk and they all obviously were trying to get out yep, or yep. shoot me or call the police. So I was looking at what was in the freezer and you were just like, just get in the safe, get the stuff. We need to get out of here. <laughs> they did have a good frozen section, I'll give you that. They had a great frozen section, you know? It's very hard to find cornfish fingers. Do you have any idea? <laughs> and we also have to locate Harvey because obviously being uh, essentially a gangster, Scarface character, he's quite hard to pin down. So we go to a building site, we find this guy who is an accomplice of Harvey or an acquaintance of Harvey. We chase him down. He's trying to get away. Take the stairs. Yeah. I'll go this way. He runs very fast for a large set guy, doesn't he? He's, mm -hmm. He looks quite tubby, but he can sprint. We end up chasing him around the whole building site, but we do eventually get him and we get the information out of him. Somewhere in Mexico. I don't know where exactly, but he's in Mexico. He's got a big mansion there. It's the truth. I swear. So that's where the rat is hiding, huh? Yeah, that's where he is. Then we have to go get the guns, which is quite cool because you love a bit of shooting in games. Finally. Yay! Bit of, bit of shooting mechanics. Nice. Just before we're about to go after Harvey, though, shit hits the fan. Vincent's wife is pregnant. And would you know it, she goes into labor. Classic. Just as we're about to go on the yeah. run and get this gangster. That's great news. Congrats, man. Sure. It's, it's great. 
Thanks. You don't seem too happy about it. Trust me, I'm happy. It's just... It's really complicated between me and my wife. Look, complicated or not, you gotta go see your kid. So we decide that we need to go to hospital to see the child. And Leo is, this is where Leo kind of has, again, we've seen his family life now. We see him as a very well-rounded, very caring, loving father. And despite what's going on, he obviously prioritises that. He prioritises seeing Vincent's kid. Yeah, he helps him and he, he consoles him a lot as well. They go to the hospital and he's saying like... So, you excited to see your baby? I'm more nervous. Understandable. I was nervous too, but don't worry, you'll be fine. Thank you. This is where the power dynamic then shifts slightly back towards Leo's corner. Exactly, yeah. Vincent's very robotic and very survivalist. And I think Leo is, he's very emotion driven, isn't he? I'll be honest, I was thinking when, when Vincent pitches the fact to, to, to Leo that mm. his wife's about to, to pop, mm. especially as they've almost just been assassinated. Yeah. Um, oh, by, yeah, by, that guy in the theatre. By, by a hitman. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, me, I was like, obviously, because I rushed towards the objective, I was like, there is no way we're going to hospital to see your wife give birth. And Leo was like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Let's do it. It's like, let's go buy some flowers. I want to go shoot the bad man. I want to shoot the bad men. I want to shoot the bad men. While Vincent's in there holding his baby girl for the first time, Leo's kind of mulling around in the waiting room. And then before you know it... Would you believe it? The police turn up and we've got to make a run for it. We've got to escape the hospital. And this is an incredible action choreo choreographed scene where it keeps hopping from player to player. Mm -hmm. And it's so dynamic and it's so adrenaline pumping. It's really high octane action, yeah. isn't it? This is one of the, if I remember correctly, this is one of the first instances where you lose the split screen and you are watching fully focused on the person who is taking their turn yeah i can't exactly. be the one yeah, yeah. to mess up this entire sequence because it does go on for quite a while doesn't it and, yeah, and exactly. you're like when's this gonna end and i love the fact that it does that really cool um sort of nod to video game culture as a whole <laughs> when you're playing as leo and it switches to like 2d at one point doesn't it you're playing like yeah. streets of rage essentially as leo and that was really cool <laughs> So we're on to act four, vengeance, and we're going after Harvey. Vincent seems to magic up a plane out of nowhere. We now understand where the plane comes into it because the plane is there at the beginning and it's also sort of cut into every now and again throughout the whole game. You sure it's a good pilot, right? Yeah, kind of sure. Come on, man. You know I'm not a fan of heights. Don't worry. Emily's a great pilot. She was practically bored on a plane. We're flying into Mexico, but there's two ways we can take to get there. We can either go through the jungle, so walk through the undergrowth and sort of get to him on foot, but it will take longer. Or we can jump out the plane and parachute down to his location. This was another big decision where Vincent is like, oh yeah, totally, we'll just parachute. Leo, as we know throughout the whole game, he's scared of lots of shit, but up at the top of that list is heights. Do you know how much time that would save us? I don't care. I haven't even seen a parachute before. It's not that hard. You just pull a cord. Come on. What do you say? You've jumped out of a plane before. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not a pleasant experience. Oh, well, the... it, 
it's it's not a pleasant experience until you leave the plane and then it's it's great but the the, the getting out the plane's the hardest bit i would be shitting it and i would be that person who's like can you explain to me for the 80th time which cord i pull please put a flag on it put like bright colors on it just make me hold it before i jump and he does ask doesn't he he, he does, does say, he does ask vincent which cord to pull don't forget to pull this shooting time which one do i pull this one yeah that one Guess which one Leo pulls? Oh, was it the one to get rid of the parachute? <laughs> of course it was. Thank you, Leo. I'm I'm on my parachute. Ah, ah, motherfucker. So me playing as Vincent, I had to catch up to you and essentially try and save you. And did you save me the first time? Did you fuck? <laughs> I drifted off into the sea because I was looking at the pretty view and that was all my fault and I'm very sorry. But the next time I rectified it, I sorted it out. You put your little legs around me. It was really cute. I was like, such bromance. That is that is the moment, isn't it? That's like the galvanisation of their friendship because up until then, Vincent has obviously saved, you know, he's had Leo's back. Mm. But in that instance, he actually saves his life. You imagine when all this is over, they're going to go for a beer together, you know? They probably would have just gone their separate ways before, but now there is a real bond there. BFFs for life. So we're now fighting our way to Harvey's mansion. This is the confrontation scene. You really weren't a fan of your shotgun, were you? Oh my God. You're hours in at this point. I've been waiting to shoot something that wasn't a bottle and the shotgun is literally useless. (laughs) I swear I shot... Maybe you weren't doing it right. Did anyone else have the same issue with the shotgun? I shot one man in the head three times and he walked it off every single time. (laughs) You, on the other hand, were popping headshots from miles away every single time. I got near a bad guy, you'd already shot them. So we get to Harvey's mansion and this is so Scarface, isn't it? Mm. There's even Um, a balcony There's a balcony and he gets shot and lands in the pool. One of you initiates a confrontation with Harvey. So in our game, it was Leo. Did you really think you could get away? Did you? Take it easy. You got me. Why'd you do it? Leo, take it easy. Shut up! I trusted you, you piece of shit. Why the hell did you do it? Okay, look. I wanted Vincent to have the confrontation. His brother's been murdered by this guy and he really wants revenge. He should be the one, in my eyes, to have the final say. And uh, yeah, I didn't get to have my confrontation with him, so... Instead, we just blasted him into the pool. Yep, we did. We filled him full of lead. Which did feel a little bit anticlimactic at the time. Yes, yes. Especially as you've, like we were saying before, you would thought that the prison sequence Mm. would be longer like escaping from that and then the the sort of classic big boss fight was probably over within about half an hour absolutely we've put him down we've got the vengeance that vincent wanted we get away from his goons we escape i then felt there's something not right here like that doesn't feel finite enough for me Mm. and something else is afoot and I think we both felt at that moment when we got back on the plane, Mm. we thought that when we landed, the cops were going to be there. Yeah. So we land and act five begins. We land. As we suspected, the cops are there. The kind of head of police or whoever comes up to us. Our hands are in the air. He goes towards Leo and Vincent and we're like, okay, fair enough. We had a good run. At least we managed to... I mean, I'd made peace with the situation. I was like, hey, I've made a friend for life and I've taken down my mortal enemy. 
What a, what a day. What a time we, to we be alive. We had a lovely time in prison before we decided to escape. Absolutely. You know, I'll go back there. I didn't have a TV or out, but you know, it's the 60s. Who does? And I was really in a good place with it. And then the police officer looks at Vincent and he just kind of goes, Good job, Vincent. And it took me a minute. I was like, oh, maybe they went to school together. And then I was just <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah. And fuck me, Vincent is an undercover cop. Ah, your world comes crashing down. Shit, your world comes crashing down. You're under arrest, Leo. It's over. He's orchestrated the entire thing. He's been playing Leo the whole time. We we actually get a flashback to all the moments that were kind of very cleverly orchestrated so he could almost groom Leo into being his friend. So he happens to get the cell next door to him. He happens to intervene during the fights. He's been placed there as a catalyst for Leo to open up to him and for Leo to trust him. But this is all spurred on because Vincent's brother was killed yes in the diamond heist that leo was involved in yes so that's why he wants he does want vengeance on harvey yep but he also wants to implicate leo as much as possible absolutely he's essentially busting the whole operation he's Mm -hmm. getting leo he's getting harvey he's getting all the men that were involved and it breaks my heart in every conceivable way because it just totally shattered everything i thought i knew about bromance i felt personally <laughs> responsible because vincent was my character and i was like amy how could you have done this yeah, to us yeah exactly my trust was shattered i didn't see it coming my flatmate was saying that she really thought the twist was quite obvious but i did not see it coming i mean there was a few there red are flags some hints. there's a few red yes. flags in hindsight looking back you're like ah uh, especially when they play those moments but i think the one that we really picked up on afterwards was the fact that when you go to pick up your firearms don't pick up the shotgun. Uh, the uh, arms lady is very suspicious of Vincent, even going to the point of like making uh, an assumption that he's a narc. I told you, I don't do business with strangers. And this guy, he looks like a stranger to me. Do you have a problem with me? Yeah, I got a problem with you. You have a problem with me? She goes... <laughs> I smell bacon. (laughs) (laughs) She knows there's something about him that doesn't ring true to her. And we at the time just think she's being a bit of a hard ass. But actually, you're absolutely right. I was having too much fun blowing up bottles at the time. I was like, oh yeah, nah, he's he's just a bit, he's a little bit straight laced. But yeah, let's get some guns. He's not a narc. He's just, you know, he's a bit fresh. Yeah, he's got, just because he's got a moustache. Yeah. Good hair. Tom Selleck moustache. Yeah. But there are many little red flags, like the torture scene on the top of the construction site. And of course, I didn't know this. Because you weren't playing. Because my mechanics would just let me torture the guy. And I think I was being a sadist and being like, oh, what will this nail gun do? Absolutely. The guy's tied to a chair on the top of this um, construction site. And Vincent and Leo try to get the information about Harvey out of him by torturing him. You as Leo were picking up nail guns, flamethrowers, baseball bats. Having a wonderful time. And me as Vincent was actually feeling quite gutted that I couldn't join in on the action. Because for some reason, whenever I tried to torture the guy, either the nail gun jammed or Vincent just like wouldn't do it. And I just kind of attributed it to Vincent being a bit softer and maybe less um, aggressive than than Leo. It's the worst thing when you go to a torture (sighs) party and you can't join in. You can't join in. I mean, what the worst thing ever. I was like, you were having so much fun nailing that guy's nuts. And I was just like, Oh, I wish I could join in with the torture. <laughs> whoa, whoa, no, no, not the dick. Ah, ah. Oh, please, please, my dick. Now we're talking. This is something that my friend Tara brought up because she recently finished it with Ben, her husband. And she was saying that 
if you do go to the confrontation with Harvey, I don't know whether we missed this or whether we just didn't get this scene because Leo got there first, but Vincent is um, going to Harvey in the mansion and the final confrontation scene and Harvey looks at Vincent and goes, who are you? And obviously, if he'd murdered his brother and framed him for it, he'd have to know the identity of Vincent. But he genuinely doesn't. He has no idea. So that's something that they picked up on as well. And I'm sure there will be people who worked it out. But I think we were like... (sighs) We're too blindly trusting, clearly. Mm. We bought into their bromance. We Mm -hmm. really did. I I think what broke my heart the most was that Leo is so sceptical of people. He is a real broken home kid who has had a hard difficult life and vincent gave him a reason to trust people he made him believe that he had a friend he had someone who had his back he had he was able to let his guard down and actually rely on someone else to protect him and look after him he was allowed to be vulnerable i fucking trusted you vincent leo you need to calm down calm down are you serious look i know you're angry Angry? You haven't seen me angry yet, you backstabbing pig! Please, just calm down. Shut up! Just shut the fuck up! He's he's allowed his walls to come down for somebody other than his wife. Exactly. This game kicked my heart in the ass. It really, (laughs) really did. I felt it because I just felt like... Leo has Sorry, I shouldn't, had... I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> well, I know that you're less sensitive than me anyway, but it really did, as an ending, it proper threw me. Just my dreams were somehow crushed. I wanted them to go to the pub together afterwards, and I was like, <laughs> I think the pub trip's off. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of this act is all about the confrontation, the final conflict between the two yeah. of them. Because they managed to... Leo basically turns the gun on Vincent, they escape, uh, separate, and then very quickly you go from a whole game of playing cooperative needing each other to achieve the objectives of each task and from there very quickly all of a sudden it's a one-on-one fight to the death i was really convinced that there would be an option that would allow me to let leo escape i think games like um until dawn and heavy rain until dawn in particular has given me that false illusion that gameplay mechanic where sometimes taking no action is in itself an action. The whole point is that sometimes doing nothing will actually yield a better result. So I was determined not to shoot you. So I just started shooting around the boat in pretty little patterns, like just (laughs) shooting around the boat, like, oh, I missed you. Oh, because I thought if I shoot Leo, he will actually die. And then you said the phrase that really defines you. And you just went, just so you know, Ames, if the shoe is on the other foot, I totally shoot you. (laughs) I was gutted. I was like, fine, I'll fucking shoot you. This is our play styles. I became massively competitive. You were so competitive. I switched. I am I I straight away when I knew I was like, someone's gonna die. I mean, you killed me multiple times anyway with the parachute, so I knew that you were not to be trusted. (laughs) You personally. Yeah. Uh so I was like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and win this. That bond that we'd built up over God knows how many date nights of playing a way out was shattered in literal seconds, wasn't it? Leo, please stop this. How's it feel to stab someone in the back? I know you're disappointed, but Harvey killed my brother. I had no choice. I can't fucking believe this. I'll talk to the captain. We'll reduce your sentence. My sentence? You're a dead man, you piece of shit. What about your son, Alex? Shut the fuck up. Don't you mention his name. You don't get to mention his name. Leo is never going to forgive him. He even says to Leo, 
I'll reduce your time. Tries to throw out a little bit of tip bits and, yeah. and bargaining tools, but Leo is... is Leo's having none of it because nope. he's hurt. He's totally hurt. Yeah. He's just had all his preconceived notions of not trusting everybody absolutely confirmed to him. 100%. So you're running around this warehouse shooting each other. I was a much better shot than you. Whatever. So I shot you a lot more. This is something that I... <laughs> I'm quite contentious about this issue. I I think the game wants Vincent to win and the odds are stacked against Leo winning. That's what I feel. <laughs> Leo definitely takes much more damage than Vincent when he gets shot. I not cheated, but I sort of took the initiative where I can obviously see your screen. Yep. And I knew exactly where you were hiding. So I flanked you, came around a corner. You dirty little I, screen watcher. Well, I, I, at that point, I was taking all, every advantage I could. I came around the corner. I pumped a good 10 rounds into Vincent. That sounds wrong, but that's what <laughs> happened. I, de- I finally had a, a gun that worked. And you took no damage whatsoever, turned around 10 rounds in and worked out I was there, like within seconds depleted my health to practically nothing. I just think I was a better shot, but whatever. Whatever. I managed to take you down, your health ran out and I was like, yes, because at this point I'd kind of thought, well, you know, the game obviously wants me to progress to the next stage. I can't just have a stalemate where I don't shoot you because we're not going to get anywhere. And your competitive side And also you're going to shoot me. In my mind, it was Leo, but mm. when the characters get to a sliver of health, you start basically trading blows, don't you? Yeah. Uh, on like fist, you go from guns to beating each other on the floor. Mm. That's, exactly. That's right. Yeah, isn't it? that's yeah. right. And then the gun gets knocked out of someone's hand. It skates across the rooftop and it lands there in the rain. And this is the moment where if you tap square, I think it's square, fast enough, you can crawl across to the gun. Our mate Kieran said that even though he won the firefight, his cousin Alex actually tapped um, square quick enough and got Uh, to the gun. So he still ended up losing. So the firefight is not indicative of where the gun is. See, I still... It's whoever gets that gun first. You aren't equal distances from that gun. You are! Vincent is definitely closer. You are. And all i got to say is every other time that we had the tap square, because that happens a few times, I beat you on every... Every single one of those. You but beat me at arm wrestling one, on there, didn't you? The one that mattered and the one that I was further away from being Leo, you won. You got the gun and you got to take the final shot. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, to simplify this entire argument, I beat Leo in the firefight and I beat him in the crawl to the gun. Whatever. So Leo died, as in the character died, and Vincent prevailed. And I was very sad about it because actually I felt like... I'd probably bonded more with Leo and I liked him more as character than I did Vincent in many ways. But even up until the very last moment of that firefight, I was convinced that the game would throw me a bone. I thought it would give me the option to walk away and let Leo live. And it didn't. And I must admit, at the time I was angry because obviously the emotion you go through is like, oh, you tricked me. But I was actually really impressed that the game didn't end it conventionally. It forced you actually forced you when i had the trigger at the end when i got the gun on the rooftop i was trying to aim around you obviously because i didn't want to shoot you and i was there going like miss 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 miss." i think i was even probably like whispering it into the headset just like miss miss miss." and the funny thing was it pulls the trigger it actually drags the cursor i couldn't aim around you if i tried to hold down the trigger it dragged the cursor directly to your chest for a kill shot. There was no way I could have aimed around you. You won't believe the amount of people that reckon there's a secret third ending. I've done so much Googling. I've dived into every Reddit rabbit hole. And it seems to be that there are just two endings. Like only one of you can live. And that's the way it works. So but it's many... skewed towards Vincent. It's not skewed towards Vincent. I don't think it is. Let us know. I don't care what Reddit says. 
let us know on the Apple reviews or let us know uh, on social who died in your game because I reckon there'll be just as many people who got Leo's ending than Vincent's ending. Mm, personally. We'll see. There's lots of like clickbaity articles where people are like, the third ending of A Way Out and how to find it. And then when you click on it, it's like, A Way Out has a third ending. Maybe. We don't know where it is, but let us know if you find it. Is, that, like, is, oh. is that the one where they go to the pub? Yeah, exactly. They wait for it to all blow over. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, such feels. A way out genuinely wounded my soul. I actually feel broken, beaten, betrayed emotionally. But on the other hand, I did win. So, eh. What have we learned from this experience, ladies and gentlemen? Never trust a man with a moustache. You can escape the police as long as you're in a really slow rowing boat. And uh, Leo is a really sore loser. A terribly sore loser. If you've got any major feels or thoughts on this episode or a way out in general, we want to hear from you on the socials. You can find us on Twitter at MyGameFiction and at MyGameFictionAddiction on Insta, also known as The Gram. Let us know your recommendations for awesome game stories that we should cover next and we'll be sure to give you a shout out when we do. The next episode is going to be all about what remains of Edith Finch, a mysterious tale about a young girl who returns to her abandoned family home in search of answers. It's tense, haunting, beautiful, so well designed and the kind of narrative thriller that stays with you long after you've played it. And finally, if you've been enjoying the podcast, the best way for you to support us and to help us to grow is to leave a five-star review on the old Apple Podcasts or tell a mate, share it with a friend. We would love you so damn much. Before I head off to Google some more pictures of snakes in hats, I'd like to shout out some incredible people. Neil Kuhn is our very talented artwork designer. Daniel Ansel is the imaging wizard behind the spoiler alarm. And our theme music was created by the legendary Matt Chapman, bespoke music producer, music publisher, and director of Muchas Music. Give them a Google and check out some of their audiogasms. That's all from me. See you next time. Bye!